Hey there, thrifters. This episode today is brought to you by Wagner Spray Tech. So some of you may not know this. Uh, actually, I don't think any of you know this. Uh, I am actually helping my uh, mother out with a project um, within the house. Uh, we are actually going to be painting one of the rooms. And fun fact, I have never painted any wall in my life. <laughs> my dad always took care of it, or we hired someone. So I was really excited when um, Wagner Spray Tech got in touch with me because they wanted to sponsor the podcast, but also they have this item called the Flexio Paint Sprayer. And let me just tell you guys about it because I'm so excited to start using it. Um, it is designed for painting or staining walls, furniture, cabinets, all that fun stuff. It's a sprayer, it's not a brush. So it's 10 times faster than any brush that I would ever use. The spray paints and stains are right from the can. More paint control than me taking a brush or roller and rolling it all over the place, right? It's great for indoor projects and outdoor projects. So now my brain's starting to go with some outdoor projects that I can help my mom with. And then eventually when I have my own home and the cleanup is super easy. So I'm really excited to try this product. Stay tuned for the next episode because I will be using the product and I'll tell you guys all about it. So um, if you guys are interested in maybe looking at the item and seeing what it's all, all about, I'm gonna leave the link in the show notes down below so you guys can get a Flexio's paint sprayer yourself. Now let's get back to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela. And I'm Lori, and today we are talking about fall and winter trends for 2020. My favorite topic, fashion. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so we shared spring and summer trends a few months back, and as we prepared for the upcoming holiday season, we thought it would be a good idea to review the current trends for the fall and winter. Yeah, so especially since many of us are not venturing into many stores, um, unless you're keeping up with online articles and videos, it's hard to see what's coming up next in the fashion world. It sure is. All right, so grab your notebook, friends, and let's begin. Lots of notes to take today. Yeah, we took lots of notes to prepare <laughs> we for We did. We took yeah. a lot of notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how has everything been going for you, Daniela? Any changes in what you've been doing these past couple of weeks? Um. No big changes. Um, I've been doing a lot of retail store shopping, which has been interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I the pricing, like, so I've been. I, I, you know, we talked about it last episode we were together that we broke up with Savers. So um, <laughs> today we reacquainted ourselves a little bit. So Savers and I were we're on a uh, talking basis at the moment. However, um, while I was away for those two weeks. Mm -hmm. I've been going to a lot of different uh, retail stores and just kind of checking out the sales that are going. Which um, are crazy. There are sales oh everywhere. Oh my God. And, I, and this is like, and here's my thing. The prices that I'm paying at the retail store are what the thrift stores are charging. So it's like, like how can I go wrong? You know, um, either I'm going to pay $12.99 on a pair of used jeans or I'm going to pay 
anywhere from five ninety nine to fifteen on a brand new tag pair of jeans. So it's like it's really yeah. been like a big mind shift, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I've been having fun doing it. Like I get super excited finding brands I've never found before, um, all that kind of stuff. So that's been good. I've been relisting a lot and listing a lot. Yeah. Not this past, you know, three or four days, but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I have been doing a lot of that kind of stuff and just really like analyzing how July was for me. And it was really good. I mean, I looked at my data last night. I like to kind of prep myself for the upcoming month, right? I think a lot of us do that. We yeah. kind of sit back and review what our sales look like, how much should we spend. I spent way more than I usually do, but it's also because of where I've been shopping. Yeah. Um, but I also made a lot more than what I did previous months. And my average sell-through rate just in the month of July was 50%, which is pretty awesome. That's in, that's incredible. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So whatever I'm doing is working and it makes me happy. And it kind of gives me, like, I feel good going into August and into quarter four. I, I feel good about it. Yeah. And to see that trend going in that direction in the month of July is really encouraging. Like during the, you know, what a lot of people feel is like a slowdown season. So that's wonderful. Yeah. What about you, Lori? What's going on? I have not looked at my numbers for the month and I'm always like, this is when I'm like, oh, I got to get my what sold video out. And I'm talking to Sarah Styles tomorrow night and I feel like I better have some data ready. You better have something ready. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, um, I guess just going by a general vibe, it felt it felt fine. I don't think it felt like exceptional, but I can't, I've learned to not go by my feelings because certain times you feel like things went phenomenally well and then not so much. And other times you underestimate how well you did. So I, but I, I do think I'm going to land probably about uh, an average month for me. Um, yeah. I I would say that, so the past couple of weeks have been great. Um, but I think on a personal life level, July has been the busiest month since quarantine. And I think my brain is just trying to get caught up to the fact that we are moving forward again, you know, and I think my, the way, you know, my sleeping and my routine has just gotten so laxed because I've been home for so long doing the same thing. It feels that now that things are picking up, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what it felt like to wake up and exercise and be yeah. out of the house and showered by 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah. And that's not even that ambitious, you know, but yeah. so in the month of July, we had my birthday, Rocco's birthday, my dad's birthday. Angelina finally graduated July 25th. Uh, we found out she's going back to college. We got her move-in date. Anthony moved home from Pennsylvania from his internship. Uh, there have been graduation parties. There, It is just been super busy. And like I, I was saying in my video that I released today, I'm like, I just don't know if this was like a good month for me to be a full-time reseller because yeah. life was very busy. So I, I will say that reselling probably took a bit of a backseat this month, but that's the beauty of this profession because I can, you know, work what I have to do all day, plan for a party, have kids outside and hanging around and kind of be on my couch relisting or sharing my closet. Like this is a great profession to be able to fit in things all day long, you know, even though it's not like sitting down and doing it. Yeah. Um, In one chunk of time, I feel like I'm still getting stuff done and I've done a few extra videos. I think I had two weeks where I did three videos and I typically do two. So um, that has occupied a lot of my time as well. So yeah, I'm looking for August is my favorite month of the year. Fun fact. Right. Yes. We just when I snap back to a routine. So I'm always, I feel like the air changes on August 1st in New England. It just gets a little bit cooler at night and I just feel like structure coming back into my life. <laughs> and I just cannot wait. Yeah. I know. I've hardly talked to you this past month. 
We've hardly talked to each other. <laughs> yeah, it's been a really busy month yeah. for me. Having all three kids back at home full time, it's it's just it's just a lot having like five pretty much adults in the house, you know, and know. Um, five different schedules and Jay and I both working full time from home. So it is going to be so weird when it's just Rocco and the other two I are know. gone. I am just like, whoa, but it's going to be a lot easier to cook. Let me say that. <laughs> Definitely will be easier to cook <laughs> and it'll be a little quieter. <laughs> a little bit. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it's all good stuff. I mean, I got through the month. I'm happy it's August and I'm feeling motivated for this month and yeah, ready to go. Yeah, me too. I'm ready for August. I'm ready for the next few months. This is my favorite time. We're heading into my favorite time of year. So I'm, mm. I love fall. I love winter. So anything having to do with those two seasons, I get all excited. Summer, I'm just not a huge summer fan. I never have been. Like, you were I like some your summer stories summer. the other day. You're like, oh. I hate summer. I hate everything about it. Can't stand <laughs> it. I hate the heat. I'm sweating. It's muggy. I, hate- <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> I hate the clothes. Like, ugh, give me a sweater, a pair of boots, comfy scarf, like all day. Yeah, I think it's just in your blood if you're from New England. Oh, yeah, probably. Pumpkin spice latte and we're good to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is probably coming out in the next couple of weeks. Oh, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Probably this week, to be honest, because that's how we do things around here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, Lori, you finished your YouTube series from the store to the door. I did. Yeah. I loved it and I watched every single video. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Um, yeah, I was, I was somewhat proud of it. Like I was just, it's something I've been thinking about doing for a super long time. And yeah, there were definitely things in every video. I'm like, Oh, you forgot to say this or, Oh, you know, you could have tweaked that a little bit. But I mean, overall, like I think my message got across and it was something I've been wanting to do and get this playlist going. So, you know, just as a reference for people to just see how one little reseller does it, you know? Um, but it was fun. I, I liked it a lot. I had certain episodes that I liked better than others, but, um, and I'm glad it's done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <laughs> well, just because it's, it's a lot of work, it like is. a haul video, like the preparation it takes to do a haul video versus a video like that is, is very different. So it is, it requires a little more planning, even if it's not, you know, it's not scripted, but you need to know what you're going to be saying and how you're going to be saying it, you know, to relay the information to people. Yeah, I liked it. Absolutely. I thought it was good. And I think it touched on all levels, whether you're a new reseller or someone who's been around for a while, I think you could still, you know, get tips from each little thing, each little series. So. No, that's good. Good. I, I say that about a lot of videos. I feel like I learn a little bit of something from just about every video I see. Most, most, yeah. most of the videos I watch. Same. Yeah. Same. All right, Lori, you want to get into it? Sure. Let's do it. (laughs) Let's talk about fall and fashion trends, shall we? Um, So this time around, when we talked about spring and summer, we kind of focused on just the clothing aspect of it all. And this time around, we thought we'd look at shoe trends, we'd look at purses, and then of course, we'd look at the clothing as well. Um, We have lots of notes, so Mm -hmm. be prepared. However, Mm -hmm. a lot of these trends we did mention previously in the spring-summer, so we see a little bit of a continuation of some of these trends. They might change in color. Um, but for the most part, there's, there are some here that if we saw back in, uh, who was that March, February, March, when we talked yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. So the first shoe trend we're going to talk about, and, and this I think has been a trend for a little bit, but now it's like the quote unquote official trend, right. That we're seeing on the <laughs> runway and it's combat boots. So think of Doc Martin, like 
you're seeing that everywhere. People tucking trousers into their combat boots. Um, it's, a, it's a statement piece. It's a comfort level thing. I think it's interesting that we saw a lot of combat boots and not a ton of like your traditional ankle boot that maybe we would have saw more of last year. So I thought- Yeah, I, and I wonder, I wonder if it has anything to do with, I don't know, just the comfort of a flat boot. And I see a lot of combat boots with like little floral dresses. Like it, they're yeah. just- People can put them, they're like almost like a neutral of the boots. Like people put them with everything. Um, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I mean, there were other types of boots too that um, are definitely in. And, you know, one of them was the super tall over the knee boot. And we're talking like either slouchy, like almost where the, where the fabric looks like it's loose on your leg mm -hmm. or the really fitted, almost like it's stuck to you. <laughs> you know, right. is there the re really way to- You have to be like- 5'11". Yeah. Yes. yeah, it looks like a nylon almost that's stuck to you. So you kind of saw a little bit of that, but these are like over your knee. They're not just at your knee. They are coming into your thigh area kind of thing. So that was cool. And one, um, of, the, one of the things that, one of the trends that I saw that was really interesting, and this kind of went from literally from head to toe, was just the sock boots or the knitted yeah, boots. Yeah, the sock, the knitted like, boot. Yeah. Yes, like just knitted like sweaters on your feet, on your hands, on your head, like legs, like everything. <laughs> like the um, the Dolce and Gabbana fashion show was just literally like oversized black sweaters, it, like from your head to your toe. Like it was crazy. But yeah, yeah. those knitted boots. Um, one thing I do want to mention is that the fashion shows that I watched um, were pre-coronavirus. So yeah, it's mm -hmm. really interesting Same. how the trends are set so far in advance in these, the, you know, the, the high designer fashion shows in Paris and Milan and New York, they're all, they're all done, you know, months before the season, like six months before. So I just wonder how much of what came through on the runway in February and the first week of March like how that would be different now, given the circumstances. Yeah, I think you're going to see like some of the more exaggerated type styles. I don't think we're going to see as much, but like things like the combat boot, like I see the combat boot being something totally. that will definitely yep. stay. I can um, see that. Some of the, like the loafers and stuff that we'll talk about. I think the sock boot, because so the sock boot reminds me a little bit of like Everlane's ankle boot they came out with last year where it was knitted. Do you remember that boot they mm -mm. came out with? No, well, I they have don't. a boot that it looks like a knit. Um, and it's an ankle boot and they came out with that last year and I think it was called the sock boot. I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head, but that's the first brand that comes to mind that's had that, but they're mm. the only one that I can think of that has a sock looking. You know, what's funny is I had like cable knit sock boots from Ugg. I had them myself personally. I bought a brown pair and a gray pair and I could like not give those puppies away. I think I saw the brown ones and I kept the gray ones. Um, but they, they're, they're like that. They're like a sweater knit, um, but they're Uggs. So, but, I'm, yeah. but that's like the last I saw. And those were like circa 2010 from my closet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I almost feel like these fall winter, some of these fall winter things that we're going to be talking about almost have an uh, a, like early to mid 2000s vibe to it. And then we have like a 1960s, 70s vibe. And then we've got like a little bit of an 80s vibe in some of the stuff. It's like a little bit from each era, which is kind of cool. I always find that when I watch these fashion shows or just look at the different trend videos, I definitely have to. I was saying to Daniela before we started the podcast that I usually watch the fashion show and take notes before I start watching the trend videos to see what other people 
people, how other people interpret it. Because I think that there, there are certain things that you see in every single fashion show you watch, in every single trend video, but then there are certain things that stood out to me. And I always try to do it on, in an unbiased way where I watch it and like, what, what am I taking from it? Because like you said, Daniela, there's so much overlap and I feel like you can pull a trend from every era. You can see trends like nobody's wearing shoulder pads. Everybody's wearing shoulder right, pads. Right. Everything's oversized. This is all fitted. Like I feel like any trend you can like pull, but then there are some that are just really, um, that stand out, you know? Yeah. There's definitely some that are prominent that, you know, are some are particular to the actual brand itself too, though. I feel like, so like, you know, I feel like the Alexander McQueen show, I don't know if you watched that one, Lori, but it was a lot of like the leather, a lot of like that, you know, that black grunge, like that whole look that we see coming through for fall and winter. And then you look at uh, like Gucci's and a lot of Gucci's was very preppy um, very like seventies, but a little bit of a prep vibe to it. You know, I feel like Gucci was just like, all over the place yeah, like it was there was some like victorian <laughs> stuff but then oh there my was gosh you know I, yeah. I noticed a lot of like the vests that they were wearing you know a lot of that stuff that we're kind of seeing in other brands but so gucci's um show is actually one of my favorites just because i thought it was so unique the way they it's did wild it. yeah, yeah i felt like gucci had more color than most yeah. of like dolce gabbana was literally black gray in a pop of red occasionally yeah. yep um which is fine by me because I'd wear black head to toe. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, everything's black. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Sign me up. Yes. Um, so back to the shoes. <laughs> yes. Right. So digress. did you notice the chunky rain boot trend? So I forget which, um, which designer it was. I didn't write it down, but they had um, all chunky, like uh, think of like the combat boot, but in a mm -hmm. rain boot form. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess I wasn't, I, I didn't, I think I have to admit that shoes were like the thing that I paid attention, paid the least attention to. Um, we both researched separately. Um, so Daniela really was hitting the shoes and I wasn't so much. So those, there was one fashion show that looked like everybody was wearing pirate boots with like, they were brown <laughs> for real. And they wore them like every single model who came out was wearing the same pirate boots. They were like wide with like a brown flip at the top. I don't know if it was Chanel. Um, a no joke. Was it Chanel? I can't remember. Um, but anyways, yeah, they all wore the same shoes and that's all I could think of was Ahoy Matey, you know, but that's um, almost like a, I feel like it's a concept of the Mary Jane, which is going to be, you're going to see more Mary Janes. I feel like in general, you're going to see a lot of flats, a lot of loafers, like even though there are the boots with the heels and all that kind of stuff, you are going to see a lot of more of that comfort type style. Mary mm -hmm. Janes are definitely going to be making a comeback. Mary Janes with heels and Mary Janes that are more flat, um, I, I like Mary Jane's. like Mary Jane's, so. You don't? I like, no, I do. I like them. Oh, I like them too. Yeah, so I cute. like Mary Jane's a lot for my, and even for work, they're very, they're, it's a very comfortable work shoe. Mm -hmm. So I like Mary Jane's. So that was nice. Um, okay. The next thing goes with the whole combat boot grunge look, which is kind of prominent in the fall, winter. Um, and Miu Miu and Gucci had this. They had a lot of shoes with spikes. So almost like Valentino style, right? With the spikes, mm -hmm. but like that really grunge look. That's the only way I can really describe it. Like punk rock. Right. Uh, grays, black, silver spike, gold spikes. You're going to see a lot of that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll never wear it, but it's cool. <laughs> I just uh, saw me metallic loafers in Oxford's and I literally just listed a pair of Cole Haan um, yellow of all colors. Yellow metallic riding loafers, driving loafers. It. 
I love metallic anything, but then make it a loafer in Oxford and I'm game. Like, yeah, make it like soft Kohlhaan leather. Let's even let's better. Yeah, even really, better. Really I actually good. just listed a silver, a metallic silver pair of flats by J. Crew and Kate Spade um, metallic gold. They're like a healed mule kind of Cute. look to it. Mm. Like, oh, no, more like an Oxford. I'd say more like an Oxford. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, well, then I'm right there with the trend. Yay, look it at good. us. <laughs> yeah metallic definitely makes a few appearances within the fall winter trends not just with shoes so yeah um and then the next the last bo- uh, shoe boot heel that we'll talk about is laced boots or laced heels so think of like the ribbon that kind of climbs up your ankle and leg mm-hmm. a lot of that mm. mm-hmm. i feel like i did see a lot of that in the shows mm-hmm. yeah yes. whether it was in a boot or in a flat just a lot of that wrapping of the material around the body Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Beautiful. Shall we talk purses? Yes, we shall. Okay. Um, so this first one was odd to me. I can't remember what design. This was so bad. I didn't write what designer it was. I just like wrote That's things okay. that I saw. But <laughs> the box trend. Did you see this, Lori? Where like it looked like a storage container or like a food. Like, you know, when you get Chinese food? Yes. Like that so- kind of container. Yes, I saw geometric shapes. Like that was like one of the trends I saw. So like people carrying like literal boxes with like a handle or like, or a circle or like a a three-dimensional triangle bag, like just odd to me. It was, yeah, I don't, I mean, okay. I believe it if they say it, but we'll see. Yeah. I personally won't carry one, but okay. I mean, if that's your thing. And I know I have this further down the list, but there was um, a bag for your water bottle, like different designers. I saw you write that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I put a bag for your practical. water bottle. That would yeah. be good for when we go, you know, sh- sourcing and we don't want to be touching um, yeah. bottle. <laughs> but I just thought like how interesting that they design. I mean, it makes sense given the culture and everything that we live in. I mean, that's kind of smart. I give yeah. you credit for coming up with that. But it was very interesting to see people walk down the runway with a water bottle. And I wonder what fashion show it. that was. That is too funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I think as far as like the box or the geometric shape purses and stuff, I think they're like statement pieces. If you're yeah. like out for a night and, you know, that's kind of when I pull out my clutches in my like middle-aged fashion, like a clutch is a big night out for me <laughs> if it doesn't go over my shoulder, but like, you know, something funky. But I think like those are just more like statement pieces, like night out, fun night with the girls, something small where you just need like your phone and lipstick. Um you know, but not necessarily what people are probably going to be carrying every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you are going to see belt bags that's staying, that's not going anywhere. I feel like that trend is going to be here for a little bit. I I don't see that disappearing anytime soon. I feel like that has slowed down a bit in my closet. Um, but I'm still, you know, if I see the right one, I feel like there was a time when it first kind of hit the scene, I would grab any one that I saw and they would sell. Now I'm definitely just being a little bit more selective. And when I say that, I'm referring more to like the fanny pack look. I mean, I think the belt bags are still here, but like that traditional 90s fanny pack look um, has just slowed down a little bit for me, but I don't know. I think the fanny pack itself, I I think you're correct. It has slowed down, but the belt bag, it adds a different, I guess, intrigue to people because it looks like this cute little round or rectangular wallet essentially right but it's attached to a belt and it's around your waist yeah they're really different yes exactly true true um but to go off of the belt bag there's also going to be bags that you wear around your neck so 
Where yeah. did we see this? <laughs> so designers like Max Mara, mm-hmm. uh, Versace, Prada, Tom Ford, they all had their, you know, there's chains. So chains is a theme that you're going to see. Um, and it's a little bag, but think of it more of like for your phone and like some credit cards kind of thing. Oh, that makes sense. More like a, almost like a lanyard, you know what I yes. mean? Like a little lanyard with a little thing. Oh, that, that, that's different. I think that's very practical actually. Yeah. So like if, when we go sourcing, right, that's practical. I don't want to, ca- I hate carrying a bag with me when I go sourcing. Yeah. That's yeah. something that I could look into. Or if you're traveling and you're on vacation and so mm-hmm. if you don't want to have a belt bag, you have a bag around your neck. So. Yep. Sure. An option. And I did see that the chain um, bag was one that I like, that was something I wrote in my notes just yeah. based off of everything that I saw in um, the Dolce Gabbana. I felt like the, the chain was like the only thing that popped in a sea mm-hmm. of black knit. Um, the, the chain bags were just absolutely everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. I think chains in general are almost looked at as an accessory with um, all the fall winter trends, whether it was on shoes, whether it was on clothing. Yeah, there were a Mm -hmm. lot of chains involved. Absolutely. Um, The layering of bags, which I noticed, I think it was in the Dolce & Gabbana, Versace, and definitely Versace. And there was another fashion show that I watched where they had a tote bag, then they had a bag clipped to that bag, and then another bag, like a tiny bag attached to the other bag. And it's like literally a layering effect of bags. So you'll have like a shoulder bag with a smaller bag attached mm-hmm. or a big tote bag and smaller bags clipped to the top. Uh, but I, I specifically remember Versace having it on their runway show. And it was like every single person that walked by had this look. Yeah, interesting. Um, I was at, I, I feel like I, I'm having deja vu right now, but I feel like um, I had this, may have had this conversation with you where I was at Louis Vuitton about six months ago and there was a bag I was looking at and I wanted like a smaller, like crossbody. Um, and there was this one particular bag and the associate was like, oh, there, it's, it's layered. Like it's like a three in one. Um, there was like, just like you said, it wasn't like quite a huge tote, but it was like a layered bag. Um, and, and Rihanna, I guess, had purchased it. Oh, so right. We like, did have this conversation. We did have this conversation. While we were talking on the podcast. <laughs> yes. And it was like sold out. Of, but that was a layered bag. That's exactly what that was. And, um, you know, you feel like you feel like you're getting a little more bang for your buck because you can wear it a few different ways. You can take one of the bags off, which is kind of cool. You know, if, right. you, if you want to spend $1,600, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that was kind of cool. I think it's nice how those are just multi-purpose. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, I think it looks cool too, cause you can have contrasting colors or patterns and stuff. So I think that's a really unique way of highlighting the bag as the vocal point of an outfit. So yes. I liked that one. Yeah. Um, big, huge totes <laughs> yes. is what I titled this one, but I'm talking like big guys, like enormous. You need to carry it both hands. Like with two hands. Yes. Yeah. So in Daniela's notes, she had it as big, huge totes. And my notes were the overnight bag, but like, yes, like literally like you are traveling, but you're actually going to the grocery store, but you have an <laughs> overnight bag with you. <laughs> But I have to say, like, I am such a sucker for massively big bags. I, I always do. say the bigger the bag, the smaller my ass looks. So yeah, and it's true. Bag. Earrings, <laughs> big earrings, big hair, like give it all to me. Yes. So it's so funny. One of the people I was watching on YouTube, um, I believe her channel's MM Fashion. So mm-hmm. she was talking about the big, huge totes. And um, what she said was, if you're shorter in statue, you're actually supposed to not 
wear big totes um, mm. because it makes you look shorter and small than what you really are. But um, I like big totes and I'm short and I will always. I like wear big them. totes. I cannot <laughs> lie. <laughs> yes. And I will continue to wear them. So it can make me smaller. That's fine. The only problem with big totes for me is that I fill them and they like. Oh yeah, me too. And then it weighs yeah, 80 so, pounds. Yes. So my, I actually stopped wearing my delightful, my Louis delightful, which is like my all time favorite bag, but my shoulder was starting to hurt because it's a big bag and I would l- just load that sucker up. So now I'm like a more minimalist, like crossbody. I'm just so practical now. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. I hate <laughs> it. Yeah. I'm so boring. I can't even stand it. I really am. Just like a boring black leather crossbody. That's, that's what I'm wearing. That's the best though. It you will never go out of style. I guess not, but yeah, no. Yeah, but so that's, I, I love big bags so much, but I just tend to really fill them up with a lot of weight. So yeah. It was worse when my kids were little and I had their whole life also in my bag. So I don't need bigger bags as much as I used to, but I'm still drawn to them. Oh, I just think there's something about them, the structured look of them and everything. They just, and it reminds me of like a professional tote. Like I'm going to the office, look at me with my big tote, you know, that's mm. what I think of when mm-hmm. I see you can bags. put your, yeah, like you can put your laptop in there mm-hmm. and like your apple and water bottle and like, yep. that's very, yes, there, but, but nobody's going to the office right now, but still we like Minus them. me. <laughs> <laughs> when do you go back? Are you back? I'm already, no, I'm back. Oh, I'm so yeah. <laughs> we'll see for how long it all depends on how these cases go in the next few weeks so yeah anyway Anyway. um so let's talk about the fringe or tassel bags this has already been around for a while but it's a little more emphasis on fringe and tassels Mm. and that like quilted bag look and all of that fun stuff. and all that that you just said fringe tassel quilted all transferred over to fashion as well. Like those are all on trend for clothing, but Mm -hmm. yes, as well with bags. Yeah. So you'll see it in handbags and you're also going to see it in the clothing. And the last one I want to touch upon, and this is something that today when I went to the thrift store, I actually tried to be more conscious of the um, clutches I was looking at. So vintage inspired clutches or shoulder bags. So what I wrote down is think of those vintage bags that you see the thrift store all the time that you think look really cool, but you have no idea who would wear them those are in people want that again what bag so like vintage inspired clutches and shoulder bags think of like the sparkly oh yes 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 or Mm -hmm. the really unique shoulder bags that have the clasps on top and you don't know how to open them and you know takes a few minutes kind of thing or they have that just that top handled you know just like 1950s 1940s those are going to be in Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pick those up a lot. I, I just, you know what it is about those bags is, is I'm a sucker for things that photograph well. And I feel like some of those really heavily beaded detail vintagey bags, they just look so good in a picture. You know, I feel like they sell themselves. Mm-hmm, I agree. And I picked mm-hmm. two up today and I think I'm going to go back um, later on this week when they stock again. And I'm going to, I'm going to focus on just those vintage type of clutches and shoulder bags. And I'm going to list them specifically just on Etsy and mm-hmm. see how they do. I'm going to experiment. Why not? Good idea. That's yeah. a great idea. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's it mm-hmm. for bags. All right. Moving on. on. To the fashion. Fashion, fashion. Here we come. Yeah. All right. I'm looking at our list here. Yes. Capes were big. I saw lots of capes. Um, 
which nope. I was happy, which I was happy to see. I'm a cape girl. I, I you know, I love a good cover up. So okay. in the okay. summer, it's a cover up. In the winter, it's a cape. Um, Here's my one thing with the capes that were on the runway. Some of them remind me of a Handmaid's Tale. Like there was oh. one in particular that was like all red head, like top to bottom. I was like, you look like a handmaid. Oh, geez. Some of the capes I found to be really overwhelming. Like it was like, yeah, like neck to calf. Yeah. Yes. Massive. Massive. It was like Superman, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like we were saying earlier, you know, when you look at what's on the runway versus what translates to you and I every day, you know, it, the cape is there and it can be as extreme on the runway, but then when we see it like at Nordstrom, it's different. Oh yeah. It's definitely yeah. different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely different. Um, another one was the strong shoulders, which we did see in the spring and summer as well. So that's transitioning mm-hmm. over and continuing into fall and winter. But I feel like in the fall and winter, you're seeing more of like the pointed shoulder. Like I feel like the shoulders came out more and almost had a point to it. Mm-hmm. Um, very structured on top. And then the waist areas cinched in a little bit more to give you a little, you know, a smaller waist look. So they, you know, as funky as they are on top, they're still structured and they make you look cute. So yeah, and I feel like this is a nod to the '80s, also yeah. because you know shoulder pads were huge in the '80s, and um, and yeah, that that is by des- by design. That's the idea, like the illusion, like the chest, the the shoulders look a little more broad and the waist looks smaller. Yeah. Um, so yeah, strong shoulders and just strong. There are a lot a lot with um, ruffles and sleeve details in general, but I see that later in our list here. Yeah. We can, we can talk about it now if you want. Yeah. No, but, but I mean, yeah, it started with the shoulders, but yeah, different, different, um, details. Like instead of like the bell sleeves, um, it was like the bubble sleeve. I saw a lot Mm -hmm. of. Yeah. mm -hmm. A lot of the bubble sleeve. And then like the, the sleeve itself is all ruffles. Like ruffles Mm -hmm. are going to be on the neckline. They're going to be throughout the outfit, but like actually on the sleeve, like just ruffles coming down your sleeve in the balloon fashion. So Mm -hmm. that was, you know, that was definitely thing. Puffy sleeves was something else. Um, But the puff wasn't necessarily at the top. Like Usually we think of puffy sleeves, think of the eighties, right? Where it puffed on top. Like Like pleated little puff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But these puffs could be anywhere on the sleeves. It could be like in the bicep area. It could be at the elbow area. It could be all the way down, like in three different areas. Yeah. And I feel like that is kind of like a bohemian look too, where you have like the gathered like puff, like throughout the sleeve. And I see with, there's a lot of like sheer tops with that detail, I thought. Yeah, I agree. I kind of like the puff sleeve and I always have more so than the ruffling all the way down the sleeve. I wasn't a huge fan of that, but I did like the idea of having that random puff to kind of give the um, the top a little bit more dimension to it where it's not just so flat. It just yeah, look and I just think it's like a feminine detail, which is yes, really nice. very feminine, very dainty. Yeah. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, this next one I really liked, and I know Lori saw it as well, and it's the shearling or the fake fur. Yep, it's- faux fur, big all over coats it's popping out at the collar it's the whole coat itself it's it reminds me of like you know the levi's uh denim jacket that has the shirling on the shirling liner Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's what it reminds me of but you're seeing it everywhere you're seeing on leather coats you're seeing it on trench coats you're seeing it on um all different kinds of coats. one of the styles that i thought was particularly unique with the shirling and the faux fur was on a moto jacket 
And I just, I thought that was like a, like a unusual combination. Like it was unexpected to me to see it on the outside. Like you can see like a leather moto jacket with the shirling on the inside, but then like just an actual like shirling or faux fur moto jacket with like some of the belt detail and stuff. Can't remember the designer, but it was really cute. I kind of like that. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. I liked it. I like faux fur, but, um, I actually just recently, it was just a BB Dakota, like faux fur vest. I feel like my faux fur has been sitting for a long time. So maybe it's time to relist if it's like going to be something a bit more trendy this fall, because I feel like my faux fur stuff has been sitting. Yeah. I had one BB Dakota fur, fake fur, obviously, um, coat, and I just sent it into thread up which will get processed probably in December. So, I mean, we'll see, how that, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But I had it, I've had it for probably seven or eight months and I just gave up on it. It's like, you know what? I'll just send it in to thread up and see, see what happens. Right. Maybe it'll be better there. Hopefully. Yeah. Just, uh, just a change of scenery sometimes. Is yeah. Nice. I feel like sometimes we pick up certain things and they just don't sell well within our own closets and then we send it somewhere else and it's, you know, miraculously it sells quickly or it sells for a higher profit than you would have ever gotten for it. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. The nature of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, Another trend that I think we see throughout all the time um, is trench coats, but that's just going along this whole grunge punk rock kind of vibe that you're going to see in the fall winter. Um, I but- saw trench coats absolutely everywhere and yeah. not like necessarily like just in the, like a grunge way, but like belted in some cases, yeah. well, like very high coat. fashion, like, yeah, almost like wall street looking in some cases and then like straight trench coaches, uh, straight trench coats. And one of the things, and this is another, the the leather, the full-on leather outfits, I saw a ton of just super buttery, soft, like long leather trench coats. Like they looked like a million bucks. Um, I was like, imagine what that costs. Exactly. Yes. Um, but I, I saw that on a, on just about everything. Yeah. I like that. I, I liked, I like the idea of a trench coat, but when I put them on, they just don't look right on me. And maybe it's because I'm just so short, but um, I just feel like trench coats are just so timeless. You know, when you think yeah. in terms of these high fashion things where you know every piece you're looking at is north of like $2,000, $3,000. Um, minimum. <laughs> yeah, minimum. Yeah, that's low end of it. Um, but yeah, you think in terms of a trench coat, it's just like an investment piece. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I like a good trench coat. It depends. I'm, I, I'm, I like wrap coats a little bit better oh, than trench yeah, coats, yeah, like yeah, a classic right. wrap. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, they're, they're beautiful. But a lot of the trench coats I saw were just like, just straight. And then they had like a different belt to accessorize. Mm -hmm. Um, the next thing, and I love this and it's just quilted detailing. So I think of like, so the land's end jacket that you just picked up, Lori, that was in your, your office. Yep something I would 100% wear. Like, yes, I love quil- I have color was beautiful. jacket. I love quilted anything. So it's very classic and preppy and beautiful. Yes. And in like you were saying, we were talking a little bit about the purses too. Like they were quilted, mm-hmm. like people were, would you'd wear like a quilted jacket with a quilted purse in the same color. Like just everything was like color on color. Like a, like a, when we were kids, we'd call it like a crayon look when you wore like a green shirt mm-hmm. with green pants or something. Like, yep. Yeah. And, and quilted detail was absolutely everywhere. When I think of quilted and when I think of tweed, I think of Chanel. It's like what they're most famous for. They're quilted sure. bags and then their their tweed outfits. The I, whenever I hear those two terms, I always think of Chanel. Mm, yeah, absolutely, especially tweed for me. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? So it's funny. Um 
I was at TJ Maxx the other day and I saw a jacket, uh, a blazer, I'm sorry. And it resembled a Chanel um, blazer that I've seen millions of times and it was Talbot's. Oh, wow. Interesting. So, you know, you see these quote unquote mall brands that copy a lot of what goes on the runway. When I looked at it, I was like, that literally could pass as a Chanel blazer if someone didn't know. Well, absolutely. I mean, I think they set the tone for everything, right? And Mm -hmm. then they inspire a lot of people. Um, One of the things that really stood out to me, but it was just on the Chanel um, ready to wear, which is from March, 2020 in Paris, that fashion show um, were side snaps on pants, like just right up the leg. Like sometimes it would just be from the knee down, but like just like silver snaps all the way up. They were everywhere on their runway, everywhere. But that was the only show that I saw that had it, but it really stood out. Yeah, I didn't see that anywhere else. And now I'm second guessing. So there was a pair of free people jeans that had snaps from the knee down that I probably should have picked up and I left. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's on here, but one of the trends that is just probably a more like practical one, I guess, for lack of a better word, is just like wide leg pants, like skinny, skinny pants are going out. Um, and wide leg, I don't know how I, I mean, wide leg trousers just look dynamite on some people. They've just never looked great on me. So it's not a trend that I am personally excited for. I think as a style, it's beautiful. Like the high-waisted, like pleated wide leg trench pants. But for me, like the widest part of my body is like my waist and my stomach. So if I go wide and pleated there with wide legs, it just like totally expands me. It's not good for us, Lori. It's not a good look for me. I mean, I'm, I like actually like my legs a little bit. So I like leggings, like tall boots, longer yeah. tops, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I don't tuck things in. Like, so I'm just like trying to see how this could fit in. I mean, I guess the only way I could do like a wide leg is to like pull the pants, like right up to my boobs. Like, just like, yeah. I have to bring my waist. That's literally much what I do. Yeah. <laughs> if I wear a white pants, I wear a bodysuit, a black, like long sleeve. This is my, my go-to workout, but black long sleeve bodysuit with my pants, paper bag type pants, all the way up to my boobs, tied yes. with a cute belt. And yep. I just go with it, but I don't tuck my shirt in either. And like I, when I wear the bodysuit, I feel super uncomfortable. And it's just the way that my body's shaped that I'm, you know, I'm very hip heavy. It's just the way that I am. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody has things, you know, some people, you know, they, they want a bigger chest, they want smaller hips, they want a bigger butt, like whatever it is. I mean, I just know how to dress myself. And I yeah. know that like the wide style um, boot cut, I can do boot cut or like wide from like the knee down, like a flare. I got a pair of mother jeans that are flared and I definitely have to wear heels with them. Yeah, They just fit me in all the right places. And I love them so freaking much. And I cannot wait to wear them in the fall. Um, and they're, they're like a pretty extreme flare and but they look great you know but it's just like wide from the top down is no bueno for me yeah I agree I agree I think like all of you people with little waist I'm yeah. happy for you that that is on trend this yeah. fall <laughs> I agree <laughs> but it's not for me um yes so the next trend that I saw and I think it's been around for a little bit and I said this before Gucci had it and it's the vest trend. So Courtney on Common Tags talked about this in one of her recent hauls that she um, that she had. And it's, I don't even know how you would describe it. Like, I guess it's a vest you'd wear under a tuxedo or a suit, right, Lori? It's like those kind um, of I mean, that, that has been, like, we had, we didn't have, um, we had vests when I got married, like, under, instead of like a cummerbund, like they did yeah. like the vest. Yeah. It's that kind of style. It's like this really tight, 
it reminds me, I guess it's kind of, um, what would you say? Like a hipster kind of? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hipster. totally see that. Yes. It's like an artsy hipster vibe. And there's, mm -hmm. a, there's definitely a lot of that. There's a lot of layering that's happening in the fall and winter, whether it's wearing lingerie over a turtleneck or it's wearing a vest you know, over the turn. Layering really, really stood out to me. And I, I, what I saw was just a lot of mixed textures and fabrics yeah. and just layers upon layers and, and sometimes very monochromatic. So the detail, um, you know, the, the detail was in the different patterns because it was all the same color, but it was like lace and then sheer and patent leather and knit. And it was just like all, all layered up. So yeah, that was huge. As, much as I love the whole like one color look, I don't mm -hmm. think I could ever pull it off. I, I do know. it every day in black. I wear black every I like, day. I, I like look black. like a permanent widow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like black, yes, I could do all black, but then I always add some type of color, whether it be my shoes or like a headband or something like. Yeah, I guess. I think my general uniform is like black leggings with like my um, Lululemon racer back, um, tank top in black yeah. and then I'll either put like a caftan on or I'll you know you can even put like a blazer on with boots like I feel like with that as my base I can conquer the world and yeah. just like you know and sometimes it's a black sweater that goes over it too but yeah. <laughs> but I am not a fashion icon so <laughs> all black affair that, that yes. is you. all black at mm -hmm. all times that's okay mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that I gotta uh, Lori what's another what's another style that you saw Another style. Um, I'm just trying to look. Here's one big one. Which one from our list here? There's a big one. Come leather? Right the vest. Yeah, leather. Everything leather. Leather. Everything. Yes. Head to toe. Wear it all. On your head, down to your toes. Just wear yes. leather. <laughs> um, I would agree. Leather was everywhere. I'm trying to look. Um, Marnie had um, these incredible leather like patch pieces. They were very like 70s looking, like different different uh, patch is not the right word because I'm sure everything was like so beautifully put together. Right. Lots of like earth tones and just, yes, big heavy leather pieces. And I thought, I thought Marnie was pretty amazing. Did you see the leather dresses too? But they weren't like tacky leather dresses. They were like structured, beautiful, like you wear them to work kind of leather dresses. I, I feel like I saw some on Fendi, although I think Fendi had like a leather trench that was just fantastic. Um, trench. I mean, I, the price tag on that is probably astronomical, but it probably looks amazing. I feel like that's what I saw the most of that really caught my eye were, were the leather trenches. Um, but yeah, like you have next the shiny latex outfit. Like I read that as a trend and I'm like, oh my uh -huh. God, are, are you serious? Like I'm like, so for latex. Yeah, come so like, on. I know it's really weird. So, like I said to Lori earlier, it reminds me of Britney Spears and her that music video. I don't even remember which music video it was, where she's in the all red latex outfit. Yes. Oh, yes. What music video is that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, anyway, Britney Spears wore it. So, and that's what I think of. But that's what it is. Like tight latex, shiny. I don't know, like early 2000s type of. Vibe. Yes. I mean, I keep hearing, you know, Paris Hilton, Britney Spears. Like, I feel like that era yeah. is kind of making a comeback. But I mean, it's like you hear 80s, 90s and early 2000s. But the early 2000s are, you know, it's been 20 years now. If you're looking at like. Yeah, don't know. remind me. 
<laughs> just crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. Um, yes. But like, I think in terms of, you know, like the faux leather leggings from Spanx. Oh yeah, absolutely. The aloe yoga leggings too, that have the, the moto, um, exactly. And there's a lot of leggings that have the quilting in it too. Mm-hmm. Like that's what, when I think in terms of like, how do I translate this to my customer? Mm-hmm. That's what I think of, you know, so those, those faux leather spanks. I need to get my hair. I need to buy a pair. It's just time. Um, I know. I want to. I almost bought a pair last year and I didn't. I bought a pair just like the regular leggings that they have, which I highly recommend. So if anyone's looking mm-hmm. for a legging that you can wear under a dress or you want to dress it up a little bit, not so much. I mean, you could wear it every day too, but I like to wear them underneath certain dresses that I wear to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it. It is probably the best pair of. Really? I love them. Yes. I should highly get recommend. Pair. Yes, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, the latex, I'm just like, how do you breathe? How do you breathe in those? How like, do you put it on? Never mind how do you breathe? How do you put it on? <laughs> we can skip latex. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. Pretend we didn't even say latex. Just but leather is exciting. The leather yeah. stuff is beautiful. I love and- leather, you know, whether it's a purse, shoes, whatever. I love it. I'm kind of excited too, because I feel like I pass on leather coats at the thrift store a lot. Um, but you know, in seeing everything on the runway and what is big, like maybe I'll take a second look at them. I just think, you know, they're heavy to ship and they're not that it matters for Poshmark, but, um, yeah, I, I I will probably take a closer look at stuff. I'm doing a video on fall fashion, like at the thrift store, like just, I, I did it once before, um, where I like, it was, I don't know, spring or summer. Um, and just like, I went through a catalog and it was more, I think it was yeah, like Lord from or Lord and Ted. Yeah. And I went through and, you know, things that inspired me. So I'm, I'm going to do the same for fall fashion as well. So that will be something that I keep an eye out for. I like it. Uh, we already talked about the puffy sleeves and the ruffles. Uh, the next thing is, so I co- it, it's called dainty floral prints, but it's really cottage core. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, um, I mean, if you don't know what cottage core is, cottage core is like overnight, absolutely everywhere. I know. I know it really is. <laughs> Lori and I were laughing about it because like, it's a younger generation thing, I guess. Right. It's like a TikTok thing or something. It is a TikTok thing. Yeah. Yes. So but can I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Say no, your no, thing no. about cottage core. And then I have you a little know better than me because of Angie. So go ahead. Well, no. So I, um, I have a video coming out. I think it's going to be next Sunday and it's just an estate sale that I went to, um, Friday and Saturday. And it was this couple who, I don't know, it was this giant barn, but but the people who were working the estate sale said they used to do Brimfield, um, which is like a huge like antique show um, that's out in Western Mass every year. And it's ginormous. And so there was no rhyme or reason to their stuff. And they had stuff everywhere. So I got, I got like a vintage wool Dolce Gabbana trench, like in a camel for $1. What? Um, they, but I mean, you literally were like picking through like mice house. Like it was, it was like boxes everywhere. You'll see in the video, but they had, when you first walked in, like just a huge tarp and just trash bags that we were just dumping and everything was a dollar. And so I picked up like a few things, but the girls came on the second day and there were three of them. When I tell you they were grabbing like the most granny sweatshirts with like, like Vermont sweatshirts with like those tacky collars built in and like flowers on a sweatshirt. Like Everything was just like the cottage core, like ruffly skirts. And I was just like amazed. I just sat there in shock watching them shop. They were like, this is great. 
And I couldn't believe what they were picking up. Like I have, I'll, I'll only have Angie's obviously for when I do my haul, but the other girls picked up stuff that was even more like, you know, the t-shirts that have dogs and oh my gosh, like all the stuff that I would run away from in the thrift store, basically. <laughs> so they, they deem this dainty floral cottage core thing, the granny floral, which is, I think the, <laughs> the best term. Yeah. Right? Perfect. Because yep. that's what it is. It's those tiny little flowers all over the place. It's this 1960s, 70s. It's like bohemian. Yeah. But that I don't mind. That almost reminds me a little bit of like gunny sacks. Yeah. But it's like a mix of like bohemian and then grandma. Yeah. <laughs> like merged together. Like it's. Yeah. So I think when, when it comes in terms of like the dress, in terms of the dresses and things like that, I feel like it's a more boho vibe, yeah. but then like the tops and sweatshirts and that's just straight up my grandma. Yeah. It really is. Yes. That is what my meme, my grandma mare would wear. And she was, yeah. God rest her soul. Yes. So, um, but the plus side I said to Daniela today is there's no lacking of it at the thrift no, store. No, there's okay. not. I feel like you can much. find it. Like, so I said, let's ride the wave because it's easy to find and it's usually cheap. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be more open to picking up items that look like that. It's just so not what I typically pick up. So, but I think there's a market for it. I think people are looking for it. I think whether it's on Poshmark or Etsy or Depop or whatever, I think people are looking for that. So. Yeah, definitely. And I'm really curious to see how the girls style it. Yes. I want a recap of how they style it. Okay. I will keep you posted on that. I want to know. Plaid. Plaid, plaid. I saw this too. Yeah. Plaid is a classic. I feel like plaid we see, yeah, seems to come back every single season. Just every what you wrote, season, Daniela. Plaid is here. Yeah, I, I know. I said it for you. Um, <laughs> it's literally here every year. But I feel like the plaid always changes just a little bit. Like, I feel like this year the plaid was like bigger. Like the pattern itself was wider. Yeah, I would agree. More bold. Yes. It wasn't like the small, tiny plaid that we normally see or, you know, it's it's definitely wider and longer and it's elongated. It, it's still plaid. It's just a different shape. It's still plaid. I love plaid and plaid is just very like holiday vibe to me or fall mm -hmm. and um, accent, even a scarf, even like a plaid scarf with my all black outfit. I would love that. See, there's your popular color. There it is. There it is. In the plaid. Yes. Um, turtlenecks. I'm not a big turtleneck fan, but turtlenecks are in. So. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's another thing I'm seeing the younger, the youngins by. Um, yeah. I, I used to love turtlenecks when I was young and I should love them now as my neck is aging because it covers all the wrinkles on your neck, but I just don't love them. I'm a V-neck girl all day yeah, on night. I like V-necks. Um, I tried to do square neck recently. Not a huge fan on that myself. I just, I look better in a V-neck. I like square necks. I think square necks are flattering. I just think they're, they're, it's just like, they're not as comfortable, but there are a lot of square neck, like, um, almost like a milkmaid look yeah. is very popular. Like with the square neck and then the puffy sleeve that, that could like borderline the cottage core look, you know, if it was in the right pattern, but yeah. yeah. But you will see turtlenecks. You'll see people layering things with the turtleneck. So like you might have the turtleneck underneath and it's almost like a statement piece and you're layering. So this is a thing, layering lingerie. You know, in the spring and summer, we talked about people like actually wearing the lingerie. Oh, sure. Yep. Yeah. Well, now we're wearing the lingerie, but with the turtleneck underneath. So yep. we're being a little more modest because it's- And I, th I feel like that's actually kind of 90s. Like when we yes, would wear like the, the spaghetti strap floral- maxi dress and you'd yeah. wear like a t-shirt underneath it reminds it. me of Gwen Stefani when she was oh. in no doubt 
Yep. Gwen and I was thinking like Jennifer Aniston, like yeah, friends, Aniston too. Yeah. you know, circa 97 or eight around that time. So yeah, absolutely. That's, that's that. I guess it's a little bit of like that grunge punk look too. I can, I can see that. It's yeah, like, I mean, if it depends on how you're styling it. If you're, right. you know, it's if it's black and it's yeah, grungy with your combat boots, that's definitely that vibe. But I think with it can lingerie. it can go in a lot of different directions. It can, although the turtleneck under the dress thing, I never did that. But I can see that being a thing this year. Yeah, I remember I had like a a jumpsuit, like it was like a scoop neck denim, like mini skirt dress, and I remember wearing like a rib turtleneck under that in college with like black tights. You are very fashionable. All that in a bag of chips. Yeah, <laughs> very yeah. fashionable. Yes. Uh, the next trend we already talked about, which was knits. So knit sweaters, knit dresses, knit pants, purses, shoes. Everything is just knit. Everything. I have knits like at the top of my list. I feel like that was very much in my face. I don't know if it was just the shows that I watched, but like berets and just like head wraps and just everything chunky 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 oversized sweaters long sweaters like look like a blanket on you sweaters like just so much of it think of how cozy that is when you're laying on the couch watching tv i know it'll be great in january yes absolutely or maybe they'll have outdoor classrooms so that the kids can go to school and we can just dress them in head to toe sweaters and kick them outside maybe <laughs> as long that's as it's not a snowstorm that's got my vote that's what they did in 1918 well, they, uh, well yeah that was outdoor classrooms yes we'll see what happens or the 20 internet 20. they could do so much more now <laughs> very true <laughs> <laughs> all right next western bohemian pieces with cowboy boots yes boho is going nowhere it's here to stay that lots makes of it, me happy uh, there was um i think it was Etro? No. Was it Etro? I, I don't know. I think it was Etro that I watched. Yes. And it reminded me of Ralph Lauren um, and just, and like Michael Kors, like that kind of like a westerny classic kind of vibe. Uh, yes. A lot of the- Like equestrian looking or? Kind of equestrian kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of neutrals, um, a lot of like that nude brown tones, mm-hmm. but then still having the flowy pieces as well with the floral. Um, I saw some of the leather pieces too with this whole Western look as well. Cowboy boots have always been a thing. I don't own a pair. I would like to own a pair. I yeah, have- I don't, I don't have a pair. Of co- I have my Fry Melissa boots that are like pull on, but they're more like riding boots. They're yeah. Not cowboy boots. Yeah. I have riding boots too, but I want like, I want cowboy boots. Yeah. Yeah, no summer concerts this summer. That's true. We can't. It's like we're going we to go. You know, um, a style that's not on here that I saw a lot of was um, cutouts. Yeah, I saw that too. You're right. Cutouts. Yeah, like just like in dresses or blouses, whatever. And it was more in like uh, more f- form-fitting pieces, but just, you know, cut, not necessarily just midriff or anything, but like, you know, cut out of, a sh- of the shoulder and just like, and then in a lot of cases, the cutout would have like a sheer piece in its place or whatever, but that was pretty big. I Did saw those. Did you see how some brands had like the bodycon dress, but like revamped? It's not like bodycon how we know it, where it was like that Kim Kardashian form fitting kind of bodycon. It's almost like, um, it was like the cutout, right? In mm-hmm. one area. And then the dress was fitted, but it was more of like a sheath style. It was um, more straight. Yes, I did notice that. And in most cases, I felt like that was like almost like a sheer, like meshy looking 
over something or like, you know, in, in combination with a cutout style. But yeah, I saw a lot of sheer and lace. Yeah. I love lace. Put lace on everything and I'm happy. Beautiful. Uh, the next one is metallic fabrics. I saw this more so in dresses. Mm -hmm. I didn't really, I mean, I saw it in some tops and pants and shoes and all that kind of stuff, but uh, I feel like a lot of the dresses that came out on the runway were just ruffled with me like metallic pink, metallic gold, metallic silver, like just lots of metallic colors. I love metallics. I have like a soft spot for it, whether it's metallic eyeshadows, metallic lipsticks. I love it. It's just like a little blingy. I think it's the Italian in you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> and the last thing that you have on here, I did see a lot of, which was velvet fabric. That was definitely something that I saw. And I love velvet. So I'm kind of happy that it's coming back this year. Um, I just think velvet pants are so comfy. And yes, velvet so shirts. Speaking of being Italian, like <laughs> why don't we just bring the velvet tracksuit back? I mean, I'll wear it. I think I still have one in my closet from like high school that I refuse to get rid of because <laughs> I like to wear it in the winter when I'm home. <laughs> I had like this classic like wine colored um, zip up velour or velvet hoodie with matching pants that got Ooh. a lot of use. Like the Juicy Couture, remember when Juicy Couture was really big and they had the Dude. rent them and that's all they sold was the velvet. Um, velvet in the winter and then the terry cloth version in the yeah. spring. Yes. And speaking of Paris Hilton, I mean, that was like Paris Hilton. That was Hilton. her thing. Heyday. Yes. yes. So I wonder, I wonder if that's coming back. Um, I just, uh, I showed in my just most recent haul, I have a pair of like velvet bohemian wide leg lounge pants with like all neutral toned florals on them. I freaking loved them. Um, Do they fit and, you? Because they sound like you should keep them. Yeah, no. I mean, they would fit, but they just, they didn't look great on me. They would look better on somebody else. So I'm going to pass them along, but they were so, so cute. They were like a dollar 99 and um it was just like an la it was uh what was the hol hall or hom hom venice was the brand so it's just like a little los angeles boutique brand but it's oh. super cute and velvet and adorable loved it loved it yes i like velvet so i am here for that yeah do you have any others that i may have missed um, no, I feel like we, we touched on all my things. I, I have one section here from the Dolce Gabbana veils, head wraps and berets. Like Ooh. there were a lot of veils and like, um, like we're going to get married kind of veil. A kind, little bit, little bit uh -huh. of that sort of a vibe, not over the eyes, but like lace on their heads. Um, but those, those are like the, the high fashion things that I'm always like, you know what? I didn't see a ton of was animal prints. Yeah, I noticed that too. There is no animal print, which seems odd to me, but I feel like yeah. animal print is still big. I, so. I mean, I feel like it's like classic. I don't think it's necessarily, but I just didn't see it. Um, I didn't, you know, it wasn't like on any of like even the trend reports and stuff like that. I was surprised. Nope, there was no animal print. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not necessarily in fashion. People still won't buy it. It's just not something that you might predominantly see. Like, I feel like last fall, we saw a lot of it. We saw a lot of leopard print last fall. Yes, a ton. I mean, I think one of the other things to point out is, you know, these may be the trends um, you know, in high fashion or things that we'll, we'll be looking for, right? These are great things to be on the lookout, but realistically, when we're shopping at the thrift stores, you know, unless we're finding older versions of these that we can kind of resurrect, you know, some, and which we can absolutely, like mm -hmm. we can pull from thrift stores and all of this, but these are more like the high fashion trends. Yeah. 
I think things that will translate over to reselling would be like the combat boot. I think you're going to, that's an easy yep. one to translate that's over. That's an easy one. Lots of shirling we could probably pull from thrift stores. Bucket trench coats. Bags, the box bags and the bucket bags. I feel like you'll be able to somehow mix that. Yeah, I think in. the bags will be fun to shop for. Mm-hmm. Strong I shoulders, I don't know. I feel like we'll be able to replicate that in a way at the thrift store, but not to the extent that we're probably going to see it in like the online stores, like Net, um, like Shop Bop and Net a Porte and all that, you know. But I think one trend that we didn't touch on though is like just the oversized blazer. I think that's oh yeah, still, yeah, oversized. That was everywhere, and mm-hmm. I don't think it was like spelled out anywhere. But I mean, that is still a big thing, and that that has the strong shoulders and yeah, that's still big. I I, I see. I just got like a houndstooth blazer for that reason for my closet because I feel like oversized blazers are still are very big right now. Yeah. I think leather will be able to replicate. That's definitely mm-hmm. another one. No matter where you go to a thrift store, you'll be able to find leather. And the cottage core, I mean, that's something that you'll be able to find in the thrift store. I think store. we'll have fun with that. Yeah. I think we'll have fun with that too. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. It. Well, that was fun. Yes. I hope everyone enjoyed Time to that. go shopping now. I know. Well, it puts you in the mood to go shopping, right? And then hearing all these different things, like, okay, I got to make a mental note that when I'm looking around, like, this is what I want to find. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think, I think it's like kind of a fun challenge to like see what's out there and then go out and find it. Yep. I'm with you on that, Lori. All right, guys. Thank you so much for- Thanks everyone for listening. We hope you have a wonderful week. Yes. And next week, guys, on the Coffee Talk episode, they, I have a special guest. Some of you may know her- I'm going to keep it a secret until next week, but she does do authentication and knows a lot about luxury. Fun, fun. Stay Stay tuned, tuned, everyone. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.